one of the limiting beliefs that I think we've absorbed about confidence is that you have it or you don't. So people talk about, it, don't they? You're so confident. Oh, I don't have the confidence. What have you learned about that? And how do you teach confidence? Yeah, you're totally right. It's one of the myths that I love to bust. It's like nobody is born confident. Like you don't see a newborn baby and say like, give this baby a talk show. Like that's not how it works. But aren't we born confident? Because I don't see any babies thinking, oh, if I cry, I might get rejected from here. Or I think surely babies, what I've seen in my little two is that they seem so fully themselves. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think they are themselves, but they are not the problematic version of confidence that we are describing. They are the version that we're all aspiring to because they don't give a shit. They're just building the den and they want the den to be the best it's going to be. And the den is not an extension of their value and their self-worth in society. You know, they're the most masterful teachers when it comes to this stuff. My wee boy's four. And when I watch him, you know, we went swimming at the weekend. And it's like watching him kind of integrate into a group. And without any words spoken, they decide, I want to play with you. Can I play? And they say, yes. There's like an assumed confidence. It's like, of course, they're going to want to play with me course this is going to work out well for me but if you imagine how we might go to a networking event where we don't know anybody there like it ain't going to be that you know it's going to be a very different thing so this idea that it's not an innate trait I think is a very very powerful lesson that you know I want everybody to learn is that it's not something you're born with is something you can learn the same way you learned to breastfeed and the same way you can learn to write code you can learn to be confident. And the kind of really short answer to your question on how you teach it is we teach it through community and action. So we teach it by giving people tools and strategies that are backed up by evidence-based research that shows, you know, these ideas or thought patterns or behaviors increase self-belief. For example, one that's fairly well known is your relationship with celebrating your progress, documenting that progress, sharing that progress with others. It's about teaching those strategies and then having a community that is a brave space. You know, we talk about the difference between a safe space and a brave space. It is a brave space where you can practice being more yourself. You can practice laughing the loud laugh that you've been told your whole life to quieten and be genuinely supported and challenged in that. And I think it's a very unique combination of factors that you can't really replicate with friends or family or loved ones to be in a space where every single person is on the same journey of, you know, what are the shackles I need to let go of and unlearn? Because we've all got these stories that kind of hang over us like clouds and it also works the other way for people who have been told they're too confident. And, you know, that's what my story is. And you're saying yours too. You know, there's one story which I'll tell you about, which happened maybe 10 years ago now, and I probably still think about it once a week. When I was in a meeting with someone who was mentoring me and my business partners, an older middle-aged man, and he looked at me and said, less rara from you. That phrase has haunted me because it taps into all of the stories I heard at school of, 
you're too big for your boots, you're a show-off, you think you're better than everybody else, you're too loud, your laugh's too loud, your voice is too loud, you talk too much, you're trying to be centre of attention. You know, anybody Scottish listening will know this, like, who does she think she is? It's a very west coast of Scotland, uh, very ingrained. And, you know, I now understand that that's because there's a very clear kind of set of rules where we're told we can either be working class and not very clever or clever, but you think you're better than everybody else. And, you know, I think we see that play out with politicians and lots of different people in the public. But I can see now that that's what was happening to me. People didn't know what box to put me in. And the result was you're too much of everything. You need to dial yourself down. And it's taken me a lot of years and a lot of unlearning to reject those ideas and to understand that I have a gift for public speaking. I'm a natural performer. I'm a storyteller. Like all these things that make me great at my job that I'm really proud of. Those are the things that name calling or phrases we're trying to squash. And everybody has those, you know, you'll have your version of that. <laughs> 